0: Well, hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's a CHGO Cubs post game show presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Luke Stuckmeyer, Cody DelMendo, Ryan Herrera, we watch it so you don't have to. That's the way it's starting to go right now. 13 out of 15 for the Cubs. They've now lost and they're eighth. Blowout loss in two weeks, according to our friend John Greenberg. Seven to one, this one <sighs> yeah. to the Pirates. Back to back losses <sighs> to Pittsburgh, Would they now trail by three and a half games. Is that right in the division? I think Pittsburgh's up three and a half. Yeah, games. Like that. It was, it was. I think it was two
1: and a half was it coming. Two and a half in. coming yeah. in today. I think so. Yeah. yeah, it yeah I mean, actually. I think it was two and a half yesterday. I. Um, so they might be four. It might be a four and a half. Wow. I am once
2: again asking people in the chat to tell us good news.: Tell us something
1: positive. Tell us how your day was.: <laughs> Yeah, right? how your night was. Did you watch this game, or did you <laughs> do something else productive?: Nick G
2: in the chat just coming in, oh, ripping: right. Ripping the Band-Aid off. In the last three games, the Cubs have been outscored 23 to yeah. one. Oh yeah. man. Oh,
0: Nick. The positivity. Positivity.
2: Peck? He wants the positivity, the pain parlay.
1: Summertime. 1-0 peck in the says, last one. Summertime peck is in the chat. So yeah. Stay strong. So
0: sorry. There's stay no
2: such strong. thing as staying strong. We're all gonna die someday anyway. At
0: least he's got the draft this week.
2: Yeah. Yeah. At least the bulls are actually competent. Yeah, I know, mean what? I'm not big
0: on Rudy Gobert, but Rudy Gobert would be, I mean, he'd be better than some of the Cubs right now. Isn't it
1: crazy yeah, we can finally probably. say we can finally say the Bulls are confident or competent? Yeah. For the last two years, the Cubs took their spot, bro. Ah, oh, sh- there you go. All right. Just,
0: here, here. I'll give you something positive. We all know what it is. It's what I keep a focus on at all times. Two hours and forty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Ended before. And we didn't even have the pitch clock rolling like the mm. minor leagues.
1: You know right? what? It almost, it almost got jinxed. It, it did. It Cody, jinxed.
0: Cody, Cody, called it out in the ninth inning. And I thought the rain was going to start. Yeah, Cody. But we got. It didn't happen. Didn't yeah, happen. No. It, you get a pass. It's Place like time. it's like calling a no hitter. Yeah, you don't want to do it. You shouldn't Actually, do it. Do you believe in any of that stuff, uh, like jinxes and stuff? Yeah, like, like you shouldn't say no hitter when a pitcher has the no hitter. Not really. I think it's ridiculous. I don't. No I man. don't
1: believe. I I don't buy into that. But I do buy into the fact that if you say, "Hey, a game is going to end in under three hours," then that game will not end on, under three uh, hours. Ninety nine percent of the time, I feel like every time I even think that. There was a moment where I
2: jinxed something. And, like, we always like to make fun of me for doing this. (laughs) But every time I say something is going to happen or, or like, oh, uh, this guy's playing well, then, you know, proceeds to give up a three-run bomb in a big moment, you know, something like that. Well, tonight I was getting ready to tweet, oh, hey, Brandon Hughes, he's going to be here. Like, he he had two outs, one guy on, I think, and... It looked like he was about to get out of the inning because the, the second out he made was a strikeout. And I was like, oh, he's not too bad of an inning. I, was get, I had it typed out, waiting for him to get the out so I could hit send. And he gives up like a, like a triple or a double or something yeah. so a run scores. I'm just like, I mean, what the – like, I don't even – that's, that's just the microcosm of, like, me just sucking. <laughs> like, I suck <laughs> – at a lot of things, guys. Uh, oh man, I can't say anything without repercussions coming when it comes to yeah. the Chicago
1: Cubs. Uh, yeah, you, you did get lucky on the. The hey, it's gonna end before nine o'clock, and The are guys there. we were like, oh, I, feel my God. I feel good. I feel good. Now we're good. Well, yeah. yeah, you get a pass on that one because it didn't come true. But well, it's okay. sometimes it's nice to win one.
0: <laughs> to be perfect- <laughs> you won that one. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, it was two hours and forty-five minutes. But for about an hour and fifty nine minutes of it, it felt like the longest game they played this year. It really did. Like they were hitting the ball to the wall. It just wasn't quite going out. Swarmer gave up the early runs and it was just like what else are we looking for tonight? Well there was
1: that point I told you was like, Oh, we're on like a three and a half hour pace, right? Yeah. It was was slow at at first.
0: So we got got through it.
1: Two hour, forty five minutes, like
2: I would I would say that, you know, 7-1 Seven to one doesn't really describe this game. Like there were what? There were like four or five warning shot, yeah, balls that were hit very hard. Wisdom almost had two tonight. Trade value now. up, yeah. Trade value up. Jackson says Elton same Simmons. thing just now. <laughs> he he actually hit the ball in the air. Jason Hayward two hits tonight. Trade value perhaps I don't know. <laughs> Probably not, but you know, there's some optimism for you. <laughs>
1: I I mean. I don't know. Well, speaking d- of wisdom, that means that he crushed that, like 461 feet. Would it dong? It would have donged in every. It was 100 percent dong rate. Right? Um, <laughs> and you was, don't get that very often. No, you know, 100 dong it was, rate. Through my Statcast research, the longest home run of the season by a Cubs hitter. Um, there's been, I mean, Contreras had a 453 uh, back in April. He also Contreras has the other three top. Like distance home runs, uh, besides wisdom tonight, but yeah, no, um, four sixty one. He crushed that off the bat. He knew it was gone, and that, I mean, as far as positives for the offense, I mean that was the only run that scored. Um, yeah, just just another one of those games where it's like just nothing kind of went right.
0: Jack says he'd take anything for wisdom. Uh, you know that's maybe a little yeah. bit for me. It's a little bit harsh. I hear you, Jack. Like I think
2: you can get. He's some... not a piece
0: of the future, but he's hit now. 13, 14, what is that, 14 homers? 13.
2: I think it's 13. That was his 13th 13th, homer, I think. Yeah,
0: 13th, yeah. You know, power does have a value around the league. Um, The Cubs just don't have a lot of it. Again, I'm not going to say Patrick Wisdom makes the Cubs a great team or anything like that, but they don't have a a lot of guys that can hit the ball out of the ballpark, and he is certainly the one guy that can.
1: Yeah, I mean, him. I mean, Contreras has been right up yeah. there with him, but, you know, who knows how long Contreras Well, we know, left. yeah, he's not yeah. going to be here, so I don't know if Wisdom's um, going to or not. I mean, and he does
0: play good defense. Yeah.
1: I'm looking at, I mean, according to Track, Wilson Contreras, uh, not Wilson, uh, Patrick Wisdom still has a few years of, of club control left. Um, So that's, if you're looking for a trade chip, um, a guy that has club control, like something else, teams value that, obviously, so that's obviously a plus for if you're thinking about trading him, that's a plus. Um, but if you don't want to trade him, if the Cubs decide they want to keep him around, because I think he could be a productive bat for a contending team. I, I mean, he's 30, so that's going to decline as he gets older. But I think he can be a productive bat. He's obviously a really good third baseman, which I think third basemen tend to age better than, like, middle infielders or whatever. Um so, I think he, he, I mean, again, so if, if he can be productive, and the Cubs think he, he can be productive, he's got a few years of club control left where, you know, if that next great Cubs team comes in a couple of years, know, 2024, 2025, like that's, you know, wisdom could still be uh, a contributor or, uh, you know, a piece of that team. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see.
0: I saw that, uh, you know, speak of the next great team, I saw that uh, my guy, the catman's is going to have. Jed Hoyer on the show, on his radio show tomorrow morning. I'd be interested to see if any different quotes come out of that. Like, if he, if he gets maybe a hard question, what he actually says. Because I do wonder what that timeline is that was asked about in the, in the scrum at Wrigley Field. Like, what, how long are we talking now? How, how long do they really think? Because I do think that pushing 100 losses this season... Could actually force their hands into being more aggressive, you know. Like, I mean, if you, that's you, an can't, optimistic
2: outlook. There, you just sucky. can't. You can't
0: have that happen too many years in a row. Like, people are too mad. Yeah, people are too angry right now for that to happen multiple years. And if you're going to trade away other guys, boy, there's going to have to be some other pieces that you're going to spend the money on. The money's going to have to be spent on somebody.
2: Yeah, I mean. I'm- I don't know i'm I'm just uh you know clearly I'm frustrated, we're all frustrated in the chat man, and I, we're at a point where I feel like we're gonna we're gonna get similar answers from Jed Hoyer tomorrow maybe maybe cap, Probably. I, maybe cap will get something out. mean he's gonna ask the hard questions that's why he's great at what he does, but you know I I just – I'm not going to get my hopes up for that. But, you know, as far as, you know, this chat right now, I've been reading the comments as far as wisdom and, and everything. Uh, I think, you know, I, I think the Cubs can get – I think uh, says top 15 prospect in the farm. I think you can get well, a I, top I, 15, I, top 20. If you get
0: a team's top 15 prospect, deal done. Yeah. Wouldn't you? I would. Yeah, for wisdom, Yeah. Considering just like how you got to be solely based on age, really. Yeah,
2: yeah, and I, and again, like he's he, he's actually younger than Anthony Rizzo. I mean, yeah, he just doesn't have the years of experience. Doesn't have the con, you know, the consistency of what Anthony Rizzo. But we talked about yeah, how close. his numbers are very similar to Anthony Rizzo's this year. So I'm not saying that he's better than Anthony Rizzo or worse than Anthony Rizzo, but he's putting up similar numbers as him. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you're gonna get the same type of haul you could get that you got for Anthony Rizzo last year, but I think you can get a top fifteen, top twenty guy.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean I that's like I think when discussions start happening for more trade like we'll kinda of see where the and also the market yeah, for a Patrick Wisdom's. It will, wisdom it trade will depend is, on what
2: wisdom's numbers are. Yeah. Whenever that time comes. I mean they should be improved. At le- it'll probably really start around the all star break and you know, through the end of
1: July, so they definitely I, improved in that time. Like since, especially since the the, the knob switch, yeah, they've improved so that maybe that I mean, yeah, those, helps with it. Those but.
2: first couple of weeks and uh, those first couple weeks in April, obviously, were not bad. And you know, he, he's definitely been better since then. He's he's cut down on the strikeouts over the last month. Uh, the only thing about him that I will say that is, he's, he's just not a guy you're going to build your team around. He will give you power he'll give you solid defense and he's just he's a good dude in the clubhouse it seems like yeah Uh, but yeah it's just you're not you're not getting a lot you're not getting enough production out of him to say oh you're going to slam this guy in your lineup every day you know and and ride with it but sure he could get a couple starts a week and defensive replacement if you absolutely have to and you know, on the good teams, they will play him whenever they, they believe they have the right matchup. The Cubs are forced to play him every day. I think if you put that guy on a good team and you just, the, the, the analytics departments of those teams look at when he has succeeded most, they will play him then. That's a good point. You know what I mean? And yeah. The Cubs are in a position where if <laughs> there's no one else better to play than Patrick Wisdom, so they're going to play him every day. Other teams, again, Patrick Wisdom would be a great depth piece. If, there, if there's a team out there desperate for a third baseman, I mean, I know the Angels are now that
0: uh, Rendon is out. Padres might have
2: some issues. Maybe the Padres. I, I don't know. I don't think those teams will be desperate for Patrick Wisdom, though. You know what I mean? But as far as a depth piece, I think you could, get, you could get one, maybe two solid pieces in return. So we'll see. Uh, I hate that we have to talk about it like that, but that is the facts. It, that is what it is. So them's the
0: facts. Them's the facts. You know, I, yeah. also watching this game, uh, I also thought to myself, you know, really what you're looking at is three bullpen guys pitching for the Cubs. Yeah. Right? I I, I think I could be wrong, but I think it's clear to me that, Even in a small sample size, just with the two pitches, swarmers, he's he's got a better chance at being a bullpen piece someday. And lighter, three innings, one earned run, four strikeouts. He looked good in that role today. Yeah. And Hughes looked good in that role. I don't know that I'd say any of them are starting pitchers. No. no, But you might be able to turn one or two of those guys into next year's Keegan Thompson role.
2: Yeah, uh, I think Brandon Hughes, and, and again, like we've seen him be very good. I mean, his major league debut was awesome. was awesome, right? Same. And that's probably the best we've seen him. But you know, he's had he's had some clunkers in there. He's had he's had some good outings as well. And coming into tonight, he had only given up one run in his last five appearances. So you know, you've seen good out of him. He's got a three point two four ERA on the season. Again, he's only been up for what a month. Yeah. So, still a lot to see the rest of the year. And the thing about him that I like the most is that he's left handed and homegrown. So,
1: I love I'm, to see it. I'm sorry. I, what are jo- you laughing about? Are jo- people making
2: fun of me in the chat? No, 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 no. Joel. Joel. Joel Martinez? Said, he
1: said, I'm drowning in cream right now, and then had to add ice. Ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got me. Sorry, I'm only, I'm only 25. Like, that's that's, that's, that's going to make me laugh. <laughs> he's drowning in cream. Yeah. Mm. Ice cream. Cookie dough that, ice cream. That, that, that
0: mm-hmm. cracked me up a little bit. No, we'll get uh, to the ice cream talk in a bit, I'm sure. I mean, we talked
1: about it early like, during the game where, you know, Schwarmer like that slider and fastball coming from the same, you know, the same plane, the same release point, can be deceptive. But then it's only like two pitches. So right. once once teams start, you know, kind of getting used to it, seeing him, getting better, just getting better scouting reports on him in general, but then seeing him one time through the order, you, you know, he's only got two pitches. I mean – I think you've seen it the last few times out. Is just like that. Uh, I mean, I, I. I think if he ha- if he had, I mean, he threw the changeup twice today, but that's not. You no, know, that doesn't mean had right. a third pitch or he's developing. He if he could, if he had a couple pitch, a couple more pitches where, then the slider could play off the fastball so well because it is in the same slot, which can be deceptive. Then he has a better shot. But I just think as of right now, the – the, the the only the ability to throw two pitches consistently well, it's just not it. it it's not as I guess maybe surprising to, to opponents as it was the first couple of times out because he did have two quality starts his first time out or his first two times out. It hasn't been that way, so when you talk about Schwarmer as a multi-inning guy, I think yeah. that's a potential scenario as just as far as how he's looked recently. Unless he something changes, he adds another pitch. There's there's he just does just has better outings, I don't, I don't see him as a long-term starting
0: pitcher. And I just don't know how long it takes a big league pitch, pitcher to really develop a third pitch, like another pitch that he's comfortable at th- in throwing at the major yeah. league level. Like, how long does that really take? Like, certainly he's thrown a curveball in his life. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he's never thrown a curveball or a changeup or something like that in his life. He has – but he's got to throw it at a major league level where he's confident throwing it that it's not going to get just rocked if he gets sent out there. And I don't know that you yeah. know does it take an off season? Well, I talked to can he add one every year?
1: I talked to Hadovy, Tommy Hodavy uh, not too long ago about a separate pitcher adding a different pitch. Which hey, keep on the lookout. Me and Brendan are. Oh, working Oh, that on. is
0: what we call a team. Me and Brendan Miller are working on
1: something. Um, but just in general, kind of ask him about how hard it is to kind of implement a pitch in season. Um, and he said it depends. The first step is to try to implement it and catch play. You know, guys start playing catch with it in between uh-huh. starts. Um, and then once they start feeling comfortable, they feel like it's consistently moving, then we take the step of putting it in the bullpen. And that timeline is different for every guy. Some guys it may take two days. Other guys it may take three weeks. It just really depends on the comfort level, what they can do, and plus what else and, and what and with what else we're working on with guys. So, I mean, just in that general, he was talking about how there there are – various bullets they want to get through right. in between starts based on, you know, what happened in the last start, what they want guys to work on. And then one, you know, if they can't get through those bullets right. in between starts, then obviously they can't work on implementing a new pitch right. because they have to get through these other things. If Still got to work
0: on the things that he actually yes, can do at the major yes. league level.
1: And if they do, then then you can start working on and catch play and, and you know, have, just having them throw... Uh, different pitches, and it's obviously not in a game setting, not even in a bullpen setting yet. But it's a way to get them, you know, to start understanding the the grip, the way they have to throw it, the release point, all that stuff. Um, and yeah, I mean, I agree with him. It's just like it can be, you know, guys can pick up on. I mean, I've I played baseball. I have uh, friends that could pick up a new pitch within a couple of weeks, like or a few days of just throwing it, just constantly throwing it, and they got it right. Um, it's it's not it's not um, going to be the similar progression of everyone and that's why I think again with this particular pitcher we're talking about a particular pitch and that's kind of what the, the the gist of me and Tommy's conversation was but I think that goes for any pitcher trying to learn a new pitch in season it's just that if they can't get through these other things in between starts there's no reason to try to get implementing this new pitch type if the other things that you can already see aren't working haven't been addressed.
0: Right, and so. we will, we'll get to it a little bit later in the podcast, but two of the guys that we know have done that this season are Steele and Thompson, right? We've yeah. seen both of them kind of add to their repertoire yeah. a little bit, yeah. and it's made a huge difference for them. Yeah. You know, and, it, and so maybe yeah. that can happen for, for him. Who knows? I mean, yeah. If, 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 but right now he's not. Yeah. Right, he's probably I, I, not a starter.
1: And, again, it, it all comes down to, like, he's a rookie, He's five with five starts now into his, into a big league career. Like, if he ends up just being a good multi-inning weapon, like that's still a good position for him to be in. But I think if he has to, if he wants to be a starting pitcher for the long haul, an, an effective starting pitcher, it's just the the two pitch mix right now isn't working. So if there's ways they can implement a new pitch or to just fix some things with or work on some things with those two pitches and like find more success, then that's what has to happen. But as yeah, you said, as of right now. I think it's trending towards where he's looking, looking more like a, a multi-inning reliever. Which, if again, if like we see Keegan Thompson have a lot of success out, out of the bullpen. Justin Steele last year had a lot of success as a multi-inning guy. I mean, that that's definitely a role that is valuable in baseball these days, is being able to go out and pitch, you know, cover multiple yeah. innings. So if that, I mean, even if that's the long-term plan for him. That's still not you know not a bad position
0: to be in, and for, still still worth him trying to develop yeah. the third pitch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely that too.
1: No, it's not. It wouldn't help. It wouldn't, I don't think it would hurt him to, no. to try, even if it's not.
0: He go, doesn't need to be you, Darvish. He no. doesn't have to have 15 pitches, yeah. even
1: if it's not <laughs> throwing it in game for a while. If he's in between starts, you know, again, finishes those other things they want to work on, and then is starting to just kind of work it into bullpens or work it into catch play. That's yeah. That's that's good. That's obviously a positive, And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But it's right. well, like he's trying, you know.
0: Yeah, I I feel like he's. Listen, the Cubs are exploring. He's exploring. Everybody's exploring. just trying to find the diamond in the yeah. rough. Yeah. And maybe you're not going to get a diamond, but maybe you'll get you know a cubic zirconium that looks pretty good <laughs> that you can put in there and middle <laughs> relief at some point. Yeah. But close enough. Yeah. A knockoff that's close enough. Yeah. Because they can still produce for you. Right.
2: Uh, We're getting a lot of comments in the chat, uh, you know, about, you know, the starting rotation and I think it was Jack R. And he's like, how many more wins would this team have if Smiley, Miley, and Stroman stayed healthy? I mean, I've been – hope a lot. I've been saying that since, you know, last week. Uh, You know, I I mentioned it last week, you know, before, like, during and after that, that rant I went on, like, I I specifically said you know this team should be better, but at the same time the front office did not did not supplement enough to to add more depth, uh, and you know that's just kind of the thing. But
0: and the trick is, Cody, every team could say that about multiple players. For sure, for sure.
2: I, I to me I I'm at the point now where what sucks about Miley and Smiley is that you know Smiley was given us. I wouldn't say a complete surprise, but he was giving Good. us, uh, you know, productive outings. You know, he wasn't, he wasn't like impressing you really, but he'd eat innings. He'd give you five innings more often than not. And um, you know, I then he got hurt and he hasn't been back since, and it's it's really hurt the Cubs. Miley especially has really hurt the Cubs with, you know, just his you know his ability to eat innings. I think the Cubs probably what they have twenty five wins and what 40 some losses. I would say they probably have 35 wins if all three of those guys would stay healthy the entire had been had been stayed healthy all season. and, and Strowman, I would say they'd have 35 wins. They'd be what? 35 and like 42, 43 or whatever it is they have right now. I think
0: that's I think that's possible.
2: I, again, I wouldn't like, think they would be above 500, but I think they would be right around what we what we saw after the three and fourteen stretch and before the ten game losing streak. They were a five hundred team during that stretch.
0: It's hurt it's no question it's hurt the Cubs record and no question it's hurt the Cubs trade value for those guys. For sure. At the same time, if you were banking on your season being supported by Miley and Smiley, shame on you if you're I uh, agree. I team agree. as big as the Chicago Cubs. Again, I'm saying they'd it, be would, a, it would have improved it. It wouldn't have made them a playoff team. Right, I, I and I don't and I don't sailed, even know if like right?
2: that record adds up to how many no, games I they that, played. Like but ten I, games, but maybe. Yeah, I w- I would say they probably have ten more wins because a lot of these losses. Minimum
0: five or six.
2: Yeah, a lot of these losses have been because they haven't had any kind of consistency out of the rotation. I don't think it's wild for me to say that. No, I mean, and why- it's
0: hurt the bullpen too because the bullpen's had exactly. to pitch more. Now, spin zone Cody, it also allowed you to see what Keegan Thompson True. and yeah. Justin Steele were really made of.
2: Yeah, I mean there have in been a different role. In a way, there's been some positives out of it, but again, you know, I still think that we'd all rather see this team at least be closer to five hundred and, and 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 figuring this shit out.
0: Super chat time.
2: Super chat from Steven. He Negishy? says, uh, what do you all feel about Negishy. Hoyer in light of his recent interview? Do you feel angry or remain the same? Uh, are we talking about when he talked to the media over the weekend? Yeah, I think week? that's what he's referring yeah. to. There,
0: there was certainly um, anger from you, Cody, beforehand, so I would say you're probably – I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'm guessing you're still angry. He didn't say a whole lot.
2: No, I did I'm really glad he did
0: at least – you know, I kind of said, like, if he's the guy I think he is, he's going to have to address – losing 10 straight games like yeah he's got to go speak about this somebody from the organization at the top has to go out there and I'm going to guess it's not going to be Carter and it's not going to be Tom Ricketts so it's going to have to be Jed he and he did go out there now did he give any real other than saying yes we're disappointed and yes we hope to develop while we're rebuilding there weren't any earth shattering I don't know that I really expected him I I didn't I didn't expect him to come out and say, uh, we just took five steps back, like yeah. the rebuild's going slow. When he was specifically asked that, he wasn't going to touch some of that stuff. Right. And, and specific players, he didn't want to really touch it too much.
2: Yeah, yeah. So uh, as far as your question, questions, Stephen, uh, in general, I am angry about a lot of things. And, uh, again, there were no expectations for this team. We were, I mean, when we did our season predictions, I tried to will 87 wins into this team. And everyone else said that, like Stuckey said 80. I think everyone else said anywhere between 75 and 79 wins. And the Cubs aren't even going to come close to that at this point. So, uh, yeah, I feel like we have the right to be angry because we were literally told this team would be competitive and, like, not a bottom feeder. We shouldn't be a bottom feeder with the market that we're in and the money that's available, the money that they're making off Cubs fans and all of that stuff. So, yeah, that's, that's the part. I'm very angry about uh, but in terms of the Hoyer interview I'm just very it's very whatever I, I don't think we are really going to get any kind of real answer about a lot of these questions until after
0: the trade deadline I, I don't think we will. Uh, I hear you though Steven. I, I'm with you I on like you. Yeah, signings I'm some of the signings have not been good no. uh, we don't know about Seya Suzuki I mean hopefully he's coming back and that will turn out to be a good signing have some of them not worked out very well yeah you could you could say that i mean i the problem is we don't know we don't know what's being told from the top down to jed hoyer down to david ross we yeah. don't know the chain of command of like who's being told what we don't know if he's being told we have no idea if jed hoyer was like yeah we do want Correa. you know Korea. can we go get him we don't know if the answer was no we don't know if he never wanted Correa and was just like, I'm going to chop this down to nothing. We're not going to be able to judge Jed Hoyer's offseason last year for a couple of years until you see what some of the prospects are. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. – that's, mm-hmm. that's just the truth. Now, did they do a lot of great moves? No, v- VR has been a complete bust, no question about that. Yeah. I would like to see Jed be asked by somebody why is – Jason Hayward's still playing. Right. We understand the value he had to or, this organization. We understand that he is a stand-up guy. He's beloved in the clubhouse. But the results aren't there. Are you upset that he's being played, or are you telling them to play him? Yeah. And I don't know that you'll get a straight answer, but I would like to see it at, at least, least be presented to like, yeah. why is, yeah. why is he Why is he starting every day? Yeah. That and do you be have the a problem? Question, do you have a problem with it?
2: That should be the first question that David Kaplan should ask him tomorrow. 100%. I think that's the biggest question that everyone's wondering. It's the biggest frustration I have with this baseball team. Out well, of, almost of every anything.
0: Cubs fan, that's the question they want to know. And it's not. A, it's not a knock on Jason Hayward the person. It's. It's. No. He's not a productive baseball player right now. Now he had. Did he have two hits it tonight? Hasn't he had two. Been. It, he had two hits tonight, and he made a nice catch. But I'm just saying, like in general he has not been a good baseball player
2: yeah no and he hasn't been since 2020 even... ended yeah he just hasn't been and it's just that's why that's what it's uh, what's so frustrating about it so yeah no i again i understand the frustration in the chat and we're all frustrated and we just and the reason that we're really frustrated is just cuz we just don't know and that's not how things went in the first rebuild we we were pretty much you know there was a lot of transparency very
1: open and yeah, we, I mean we just don't have that this time around. Yeah, to to Steven's question, it's like I don't think anything Jed said on Thursday like changed my mind about what this process has been. Like I it was very like and I told Brennan and Corey this when I jumped on the podcast mm-hmm. later that night, but it's like a lot of the things that he said are are stuff we already knew or stuff I think we could kind of expect him to say. Like it wasn't a lot of groundbreaking information um so and then we if you want to talk about the transparency i will say like I, I don't even know if that's changed at all but i know there was the one point where um a reporter asked about um like a false losing has affected i think it was like kind of the way like if, if wilson Contreras is going to be traded basically um and he just said like i'm not you know let's not i'm not gonna answer that question and he's like have you talked to him about the future? And he's like, uh, he's like, I'm not going to ask about that or something like I that. Actually I actually get was, that
0: you don't want to devalue the guy. No,
1: and you, and you don't, and and you don't want you no. don't want to play your hand at all. No. Like, I, I think that's a. I get that. I like, and I told him and like, that's I, a lot.
2: Why I said you know yeah. they probably won't get, answer any real questions that we want to know until after the deadline.
1: Yeah, well, and then like with the point of like transparency as far as like we don't know what the plan is, we don't know when the Cubs might compete again. I also think, and I again I said this to Brandon Core, but I do think it is smart on his part to not put like a date on when the Cubs are going to be competitive, Like a year on when the Cubs are going to be competitive. Oh, yeah. If of he course says... it is. If it's he's... not what we want to hear, oh, though. Oh, no, it's not. it's not. But if he says 2024 and they're not competitive in 2024, then he's wrong. Criticism comes. People start questioning Jed's you know ability as a, or, uh, a president of baseball operations, a front office member. They're already doing it, honestly. I mean, well, they already are. But I'm like, if he says 2024 and they're not competitive in 2024, that just completely blows up in his face. And we know how – things happen in baseball guys get hurt like 60 percent of the starting rotation is on the il right now guys get hurt you know contracts don't work out prospects don't work out like that happens all the time so if he's just wrong then that opens up way more way more scrutiny than if he just says like i what he said is like i don't have a sense i don't have a feel for the day but i know it's going to get here then you know that that buys him like as much as it like the the people the fans don't want to hear it that buys himself like hey you know i never said
0: 2023 we're gonna be i don't know but it's just it's don't think for a second. He's not crafty. No, yeah, he, he learned did. from Theo. Theo's the guy that said yeah. baseball's not linear. Yeah. You no, know, it, it, he's, so, he,
1: the quote, the quote is, yeah. is Theo. And, and again, me and Brandon, you know, Brendan actually brought up Theo and I'm like, well, Theo's kind of one of a kind. Like, no, you can't, even though Ted Hoyer was his GM for nine years or whatever it was like, that doesn't mean he could be Theo. Like Theo was kind of one of a kind when it came to talking to, the, to people and talking to media and PR, whatever it is, yeah. like he's one of a kind. He was like a pro- he could have been a professional like PR person the way he talked. He might be the it's, next commissioner. <laughs> and it's hard to, to ask Jed to, to to talk in the same way as Theo because he's not Theo. Um, but they I learned think, from him. I think he learned some things, and as far as just not again, not not playing your hand when you're in a competitive way. Like if you're, like you said, if you're devaluing. If you're, say, if you're saying, yeah, we're going to trade Wilson Contreras, well, then competitors know you're going to trade Wilson Contreras. Like, they, they'll right. lowball you because they know you, you're looking to get rid of him, right? Uh, right? It's just, again, going back to the question, um, the, the 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 interview, the media scrum, like, didn't, like, change my mind because it wasn't anything that we already knew or already expected him to say. It wasn't a whole lot of groundbreaking information. Um, yeah, it, it, it I don't feel anger anyway, but it's just like nothing. Nothing he said changed my mind either way, you know, one way or the right. other, about the direction of this club or anything.
0: Uh, Cubs lose seven to one to the Pirates. Thirteen of fourteen spin zone, Cody. I think your bets did all right.
2: Oh yeah, I mean I said earlier the pain parlay is one to zero, and it's last one. I think it's two and three overall since I started the pain parlay. Uh, if, if you rode the pain parlay, congratulations. You listened to CHGO Bets Daily today. Um, so, yeah, place that over on uh, my favorite app, guys uh, Points Bet. I wake up every day, I roll over, grab my phone, open up Points Bet. You know why? Because there's just something about waking up and looking at the lines. Like, it's a beautiful thing. And I love doing it on Points Bet. I also li- love it because. It's the best way to support CHGO. And if you download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up, if you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker All for making more than a $50 first time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you out. Your home for live in play betting just got even better. See an edge in the game you were watching? Is your favorite team? Prime for a comeback? Well, if it's the, if it's the Cubs, probably not. <laughs> Don't just watch the game. Bet along with it Well, you it have live. to be trailing to make a comeback. Yeah, yeah that's, true. that's true. And, uh, you know, if you wanted to live bet the Cubs just, you know, for the sake of giving yourself more pain, more power to you. I've done it way too many times in my life. I'm done with it this year. Um, anyway, more live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash outs. It's a beautiful thing, folks. If you're a degenerate like me, the faster the better. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. Download the PointsBet app right now and use promo code CHGO. What are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game once the game starts. Don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants to help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services.
0: You guys know I started taking uh, the AG1. Long time ago, oh. right? yeah, a couple you months mix ago. Mix it in with your Owen, Owen, AG1, and cupcakes. I worked that in. <laughs> the the but
1: really, macros, the reason was I, I wanted better Balance. gut health. I
0: wanted more energy, you know, oh, so okay. I could sit through four-hour games sometimes late at night. Uh, an optimized immune system. Now I've been on it and I love it. Doesn't taste super healthy. It's kind of mild and tropical. Look forward to taking it in the morning. Here's here's the deal. Here's what it is. It's a scoop of AG1, and you're absorbing. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens just to help start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all the things that really matter. I get a noticeable boost of energy, so I take it first thing in the morning on an empty stomach and giddy up, there I go, lifestyle-friendly, too, keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free. You're all good with AG1. Investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance for less than 3 bucks a day. You hear that, Cody? 3, three. bucks a day. 3 bucks. Less with these gas days. prices, that's an incredible thing, folks. That's a deal. Uh, it recommended <laughs> by professional athletes has more than 7,000 five-star reviews and right now you can reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just a scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. You don't have to take a handful of vitamins and supplements every day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs for those summer vacations for your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Cubs. Again, athleticgreens.com slash Cubs to take ownership over your health. Pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance uh kevin can you go up on the chat a little bit uh somebody was saying don't want to ask a stupid question or something like that and it wasn't here's right there cole Cole says sorry if this is a this is a dumb question are there any draft prospects going forward who look to be on the cubs radar that are are can't miss type of players uh first of all cole no such thing as a dumb question on this podcast never we spent two comments, two to five minutes yesterday talking about ice cream, and we're gonna I'm do mortal. it again tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comments, questions, whatever. We're like everybody's here for it. Like, there's yeah. different levels of questions. Like, I don't have an a- It's, it's so not a dumb question. I don't have an answer for it. Like, yeah. I don't know, and I don't know that that exists. Like a can't miss prospect. Like, yeah, were they picking like seventh, seven this year? Number one picks fail all the time in baseball. That's why. Mm. They are know, people are saying, like, got to win the lottery, bro. get the first pick, got to get the first pick. I mean, would you rather have the first pick than the eighth pick? Yes. Mm-hmm. Just so you do, you get the guy that you're looking for. But it doesn't mean that you're necessarily getting a better player at the first pick than you are the fourth that pick. That said,
2: so, I wish we had Jack I, Leiter instead of Mark Leiter, <laughs> Jr. So, you know what I mean? Uh as far as an actual prospect, I'm I'm going to be open and upfront. Like I don't know, I have not followed like the ja- the draft prospects, but I you know as it gets closer, I'm going to at least try and get knowledgeable about it. I'm sure Corey and Brennan might have some, so when they go live in their next show, maybe ask there. Um, I just
1: I, I just Stephen says no
0: decent pitcher in the top ten from what he's been researching a little bit. It's
1: also so hard to project prospects just mark because, be, yeah <laughs> because mean, they're of chris bryant they their yeah. progression through the mind like, they won't whereas like an nba guys go straight you no know, they will yeah. be in the nba right away even nfl like there's a lot of guys that play right away baseball players unless they're like bryce harper level or or some really good you know, like mark Pryor prospect. was up fast
0: but yeah. that's rare that's yeah,
1: rare no guys spend years like at least a few years just like whenever the cubs drafted
2: know. jordan wicks in the first round last year though a lot of experts projected him as someone who could who could be up very early. Not necessarily not, – not this year, but, like, maybe
1: 2023, yeah. though. I mean, Keith Law over at the Athletic at today published a mock draft and has uh, Drew Jones out of Wesleyan High, a high schooler. Another high school kid. Um, well, that's not yeah, going to help right? your team right away. sure. Oh, this is the son of Andrew Jones. All right, all right. Yeah, I, I thought I heard the name. I'm
0: all about taking the best guy. Honestly, yeah, I don't care but- if it's – when you're talking draft, take the best player. If he's up in five years, he's up they in five years. They took a pitcher years.
2: last year in the first round. I think this year they probably take a position player. I would, I would, yeah. I would guess. Because I, uh, I think, but as
0: far as can't miss guys, yeah, yeah like that'll help right away. Look at the look at the socks. They got lucky with Chris Sale. Then they tried to do the same thing with Crochet, follow the same yeah. blueprint basically, and he's been hurt. Yeah, you know, so uh, like it. So yeah. Even the guys that look like they're really close to being major league ready mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's going to work out that way, right?
1: Okay. And IMG Academy is also like a high school, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah. 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 IMG okay. So academy. And this, so you got Drew Jones out of Wesleyan High in Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, Andrew Jones' son. I knew I heard the name. Um, then number two in this mock draft, Jackson Holiday from Stillwater High in Oklahoma. And number three is Elijah Green from IMG Academy down in Florida. Well, so I, the top three aren't even, like, college players, according to this mock. So that's why it's so hard to, like, project it, because there are really good players in high school. they are obviously really good players in college, but it's just like – so especially at high school, they're so far I away know, but, you know,
0: and I normally right? never liked taking a major league player's son coming up, like, thinking that he was going to be the next well, guy. I mean, Griffey worked out, and now recently you look at, like, the Blue Jays – well, they they say but Drew Bichette's Jones. been really good. They say Drew Platt. Jones is really really good. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, I don't know if he's can't miss, but he's not a guy I don't think that would be helping yeah. you right away.
1: But I mean, like, you look at like Justin Steele, Justin Steele was drafted when he was 18. Didn't come up till last year when he was 25. Yeah, 25, almost 26. Yeah, he's in the system for, for a long time. Yeah. So, know, like, it's I a mean, lot of bus rides. Looking, there's a, there's a um, lot of just, it's. Uh, NBA draft, I think, is the easiest one to look at. I'm like this guy should be good next yeah. at the next level. Like baseball is like, I'm Baseball at, drafts are hard.
2: I'm looking at the Cubs first round picks. Uh, you know, you can look back the last four years just because of the rest of them, we haven't, we've we've already seen. Except we haven't, we never saw Alex Lange. Um, he was taken 2017 first round pick uh Brennan Little also I think he's in AAA though and he's someone yeah. that I've heard could be a guy yeah, who they yeah. might call up this year I, I know he's had some injury problems I, I don't know but last four Jordan Wicks last year Ed Howard the year before Ryan Jensen taken in 2019 and then Nico Horner in 2018 I you know we still need to see a lot more from Nico Horner to say oh this guy was a great draft pick or you know whatever but he, he seems projected to be at least the starting position player for the Cubs and for realistically the
0: put Madrigal on that list
2: yeah yeah you can put him in there for they didn't draft as well. him but I mean yeah yeah essentially they also they drafted did. Brennan Davis. I mean if you look at the 2018 yeah. Cubs draft it was it right now looks projected to be very very good for mm-hmm. them um, but. I am interested about Ryan Jensen a little bit. He's been in the system a few years. He, he pitched in college. He's 20 uh, – or, no, he's not 27. He's, that was the round – or the overall pick overall. Uh, I, I, what, he's been in the system a few years. He play, played in college. He wasn't a high, a high school guy. So, I am – I'm interested to find out when the Cubs will give him a shot, you know. But, yeah, I mean, basically what I'm saying is I think – They've they've done very well in the first round overall. Honestly, the last decade, if you want to go back to beginning of the rebuild, which we all know about, some of the guys they right. took. So yeah, I think that I think I I know Jordan Wicks was was a uh, was the first Hoyer pick. I'm pretty sure Theo was still here when when they took Ed Howard. But um, I think in the first round, at least, they've been able to to find find the right guys more often than not so
0: I personally
2: I'm not incredibly worried about it so
0: no well speaking of you know prospects and and draft picks and guys you're trying to develop you know Lighter came up to pitch today because Caleb Killian was uh, sent back to AAA something we talked about in the pregame show but you know I guess there's different ways to view his demotion back down to AAA it sounds like um, you know, the Cubs believe that's the right way to get him to turn his command around. I don't know if that has to do with confidence. I can only guess that there's maybe some confidence issues after two, two outings like that where it wasn't that he was getting uh, blasted. It was more that he just couldn't control his yeah. pitches. He just couldn't find the strike zone. Um, and so we'll go back down. I don't think it's the last we're going to see of him this season. No, not at all. I think he's certainly up after the trade deadline. But maybe they said to him between now and then, work on this. You know, work, go down, work with somebody on this, and, and build your confidence back up. I mean, I, was for, I would have liked to have seen him do it one more game, but I also wouldn't, I don't want him to pitch one more game, have the same result, and him to be kind of mentally shell-shocked yeah. by a third straight outing like that. Because his first one was really promising.
2: Yeah, I mean, we kind of talked about it on uh, the pregame show about it. You know, I'm kind of like I'm pretty. I'm pretty indifferent about it because I think it would mo- it would bother me more if the Cubs were competitive, <laughs> actually competitive and like in it or at least around 500. Uh, because if they were, and then you add in a guy like that with that potential, you're you're you know you're getting him valuable experience. But this team stinks. Uh, they're 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 like wins and losses do not matter with the defense they're putting behind him. jonathan vr giving him putting two errors out there to not help him yesterday it's kind of like he might he might he might have a better off in triple a
0: you know what i mean and they should have played simmons and simmons was better defensively tonight he
2: was actually he he had a really great play at second base tonight yeah uh but, a couple,
1: didn't he? Yeah, a couple,
2: he had a couple great plays defensively. At least, and he hit a ball to the warning track. So, hey, trade value's up, guys. <laughs> uh, but what I'm saying is, is like, I personally don't want to see his confidence, confidence get shattered or anything like that. So, what, like, what's the point? Like what, like, what is the point of having him here with all these dudes who he's not going to be playing with long-term? Like, just let him go back down to Iowa, get some confidence. Help him figure out his command, which we've seen over a long t- a long span of time that he's been able to have mm-hmm. and, and see what happens. I, I, I just, uh, you know, again, on the flip side of that, like I wouldn't have mind if he stayed. I'm just very indifferent about it. it, yeah. it, it to me, it is what it is, like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Tanya so.
0: Harris summing up a lot of Cubs fans. I can't believe the Cubs are this bad. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Yeah, that's, that wraps it up right spin there. Zone,
1: spin zone for you guys. Uh, I just looked on Twitter, and apparently the Fire Tony chants are back on the south side after they just... Are they blowing the Blue, it over the there? Blue Jays just took the lead, 3-2 to two in the 8th. Oh, man. So, yeah, there's your, there's your spin zone. Like, the Fire Tony it's not really chants. A
2: fan, it's not really a spin zone for me, but... Yeah, it helps. Let me hear your best Fire Tony chant. You want me to scream Fire Tony? No, I just want to hear your best Fire Tony chant.
0: Just <laughs> chant. Are you going to do it tomorrow? Oh, at the Sox Tailgate. I'll join on a tailgate. fire Tony
2: Chant. Yeah, if you're in the- All of us in this chat have to hate Tony LaRusa, too. That guy freaking just, I hated that guy when he was in St. Yeah. Louis. I've, yeah. I've offered
0: oh, yeah. it up many times to the CHGO Sox team over there. I said, we will trade for Tony LaRusa so that we can fire him for Jerry.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you, know, then you, take, you to guys take bad.
0: Hayward, and we'll take Tony Larusa, and then we, we get to be the ones to fire him and end his career, which yeah. would be nice. Yeah,
2: sounds like a works fair out trade for team. everybody.
0: Yeah. Uh, hey, do you guys you know about Owen? Is it that stuff you eat with cupcakes yeah. or drink? No, with that's, cupcakes? that's frosting. Oh, is that wow. one of your uh, like? It's
1: on the food pyramid, right? One it, it is pyramid? on the
0: food pyramid. There's it athletic does. greens. There's Owen. There's cupcakes, there's cake pops. Yeah. That's the food pyramid of the state. And there's, there's ice cream. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> uh, anyways, I want to tell you about Owen, uh, which stands for only what you need. Owen is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works as hard as you do, and all their products are free of artificial ingredients. That's hard to find these days. Yeah. Allergen-friendly, no gluten, no dairy, easily digestible. First heard about it because Bears quarterback, QB1, Justin Fields follows a plant-based diet. That's why he's going to be a freaking superstar starting this year, despite the fact that they have no offensive line, no wide receivers, and not much else. And they're the Bears. And they're the Bears. (laughs) But I still believe. Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. You can get 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. That's L-I-V-E-O-W-Y-N.com with the code CHGO20. Join me. And future superstar Justin Fields, as we try, Owen, only what you need. Uh, All right. Since we brought up Owen, real quickly, you know, we didn't. Somebody on the chat said they were drowning in uh, ice cream. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I think it was Katie early on said I had to go out and get ice cream. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't do it. We didn't do the ice cream social. And it's partially my fault because I just said, you know, it's. You're going to get a cup full of puddle. By the yeah. time you get back, it's just going to be all melted. If you try to do it on a sugar cone or a waffle cone, it's even, it's you're, worse. you're just a mess. You're, your hands are just sticking to your yeah. computer all night. Tonight was one of those nights where you've got to have the ice cream in the house. Yeah. You can't go get it. It's got to be in the freezer.
1: We should have got a Freezy Pop. I, I looked in there on accident uh, earlier yeah, and there was Freezy sugar. Pops in there. I'm probably going to have you one I You mean the ice stick out. things? Yeah, the Freezy Pop.
0: Thing. Oh, yeah, I had one. I had the lemon. I didn't care for it. Uh Got to get that green. Yeah, the green I was have, the best. I wouldn't have the lemon one again. It it was, tasted like uh, furniture polish a little bit.
1: Joel says, can confirm the cream was indeed good. <laughs> what? <laughs> there you go.
0: Joel, what <laughs> kind He's of probably. ice cream did you go with? Yeah, what yeah. kind? If you guys have a choice at home, like we, we've we talked about, all right, we went to Cone. They had some different flavors that were pretty good. I had the honey ice cream with the graham cracker, and if that was legit, Ooh. Um, we it talked about legit. our blizzards a little bit yesterday. Yeah. but if. If you're gonna have a pint of ice cream at mm. home, what's it gonna be in the freezer?
1: I don't know if I'm big on pint of ice cream. I Ooh, man. You're nothing. going gallon? So, you are going
0: straight gallon? No,
1: we go. <laughs> I get like the cones, the the chocolate cones, caramel inside, little well, like the peanuts on top. That's oh, like the, like a
0: like a Nutty Buddy?
1: No, just like well, it's like no, a low, you're talking about cone. like the
0: waffle cone with like yeah. the, yeah, yeah. I forget what those, those things are called. Sugar cone with ice cream yeah. and the nuts on top. Yeah. yeah called a nutty buddy, isn't it? I thought nutty was buddy it?
1: was like the the candy, not candy bar, but the like little those know. foods.
0: I, I don't know. I was never big on those cuz I don't like mixing peanuts with my ice cream or either. sweets. I'm not I'll big. Do it, I, don't like not yeah, I don't the like them in brownies. I don't like them on my ice. Nutty buddies have
1: those chocolate wafers.
0: Oh, my bad then. My dad gets it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull ice cream sandwich I'm going to go generic okay. like that.
2: So yeah. I'll just this isn't like what I do now, but I will just share that when I was a kid growing up with my single mom, She always got, like, the gallon vanilla ice cream. There's nothing wrong with that. And we, like, whether it was, like, watching a movie before bed or whatever, we would – I'd get, like, you know, however many scoops she'd let me or however many scoops I could get in before she told me to stop. Yeah. And then we I'd put, like, Hershey's chocolate syrup on top. Oh, yeah. And then I'd eat it that way. But – these days, if I, if, I, I, if I buy a pint, which is usually what happens, yeah, it's usually Ben and Jerry's, yes. and it's probably cookie dough.
0: That's me, too. Okay, ben and, If I get something from the grocery store, it's Ben and Jerry's cookie dough. Now, I did find, this is something to look into. I also, if you're near Mundelein, Greg's custard in Mundelein is way better than like Culver's, but Culver's would suffice. Mm. You get, first of all, frozen custard blows away ice cream. I agree. Like there's very few ice creams that can even contend with the worst frozen custard. So let's say it's Culver's or Greg's and Mundelein. You get that and they now sell in the grocery stores pouches of the bits they put in like Ben and Jerry's. So you can get the Ben and Jerry's chocolate chip cookie dough chunks Uh. in a bag and you could put... 50 of them in your ice cream if you want to. <laughs> yeah. But you could put it in your frozen custard. Ooh. Oh, there you go. That's a professional uh, we, tip. We need, to, from we need to invest in bringing
2: tip. in just a couple gallons of whatever in here. <laughs> that way, when it's like yeah. you know, just a real, the opposite of a barn burner, Yeah, it's need... not
0: going to work, Cody. We've got too many guys that'll eat it right out of the gallon. Yeah. We've got too many guys that'll be double scooping with the spoon, uh, and it's just yeah, going to be yeah. all COVID y.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> COVID Joel, Joel, update raspberry cheesecake. Was, ooh, that I've ooh, never had, never a, had that. Right. Um, My
0: normal as a kid was mint chip. <laughs> Always mint chip,
1: <laughs> David. David says, this, this ice cream content is why you yeah. come to CHGO for the post game show. That's hey, right, David. Well, Michael what
2: doesn't uh, agree. Michael wants us to talk about how cheap the owner is. The
1: drum sticks, that's like, yeah, drumsticks. That's what they're called. That's what I. Eat. That's what it's called. A drumstick. Yeah. I think yes. ice, I think ice cream is, is more. Yeah, is just better to talk you guys about. Cherry like Garcia. Jerry Garcia. Cherry Garcia. Oh, I think cherry! That's it's Gar- no, it's that's got not Got like little chunks of cherry nah. in there. That's my go-to. I like fruit in my ice cream. Okay. David,
0: what this is? What this is? This is uh, depression eating. We're yeah. doing on a yeah. podcast for you.
2: I mean, it's just like <laughs> I, I could. You want me to sit here and and give you a rant every night, like? I can't do it, guys. I, I can't do it. So we're if we, we want to sit here podcast. for we're talk about food for five minutes. I, I don't have a problem. Oh, I with that.
1: love talking about food. Culver <laughs> sells their pints but in restaurants now. If do you they, didn't, really? Wow. See restaurant. a lot of people. A lot yeah, of people like the ice cream content, but maybe we should change. Should we talk about the squirrel saga that continued again today?
0: I bet that squirrel eats cup frozen custard if you put it in front of him. Well, the, pr-
1: the pirates had that squirrel. Squirrel bad
0: for animals, I think. Mm. The pirates had the squirrel on, like
1: the real squirrel on the field
0: today or yesterday, and then yeah, and in a and in the race,
1: they had a man in a squirrel costume. Yeah, they running, found some. And they were trying to chase him with the net, like you know what that is. They neck. found a,
0: they went over to the furry convention and were like, "Hey, you got a squirrel over here?" Yeah. And they didn't catch him either. Even they had a net and everything. You know the furry convention. You know no. what that is? When I when I covered no. the Hawks with. Tampa Bay was in the Stanley Cup and we were in Tampa. The Furry Convention was in downtown Tampa. And okay. it's people that love to dress up in furry costumes and get a little freaky.
2: Sounds like Florida.
0: It, it Sounds was Sounds like Florida. <laughs> the street was littered with people dressed up as like bunnies and squirrels and and like, you know, like giant Clark the Cub costumes. <laughs> So I do Clark have an, was not there, so don't start that rumor. I
1: do have an update to my squirrel hunting international experience. Oh yeah. Uh you know, I texted my friend, my friend whose house it was. And this is ten years ago, so I like kinda you know, I just, some things I forgot. Yeah. So if you missed it,
0: <laughs> David Elliott, forget the Cubs. Some of us are here for food and <laughs> squirrels <laughs> at this point.
1: But no, but so if you missed it earlier, I talked about my squirrel hunting. Yes. My friend had a squirrel in his, in his or two squirrels. It turned out it was two squirrels that I forgot about in his uh, in his chimney. One of our friends went and pulled it out, and it just turned into this whole thing of trying to get the squirrels out of the mm-hmm. house. I forgot about this as soon as he the the friend opened the chimney. It was three of us: it was mine, me, my friend with the that owned the ho- or his grandma's house or wherever it was, and the friend that decided to open the chimney. The squirrel just like climbed on him. It climbed on him, and he let out like the oh, worst, ugh. the worst shriek. Oh yeah, and he oh, let the out rabies. the worst shriek. Uh, so yeah, so that one, that one actually did run out the front door. The second one is the one uh, that ran into the uh, the back room. Slap shot. But what I forgot about is that my friend's dog. We ran to the back room and had the squirrel in his mouth. Oh squirrel, no! Had the squirrel, had the squirrel in his mouth. Wasn't like chomping down on it, but had it. Dog it again. So we, we, yelled, we yelled at the dog, then she dropped it, then it ran under the couch. And that's when we got the broom, shoved it out, and slapped it. It was like the clean. It
0: Probably was a clean. should cleanest. Have just let the dog take care of it. No. That's, that's inhumane. <laughs> they need a squirrel to live, you know? I tell you, we, had, was, we yeah. had raccoons in our house in Arlington Heights growing up. We had a mother, we had a split chimney that went down to the basement, and we started hearing squeaky noises in the chimney. And there wasn't uh, a mesh top on the, apparently on the top of the chimney. And so a mother raccoon had gone down one side and the babies had yeah. apparently slid all the way to the bottom. <laughs> no, it was the other way around. The babies were up in the chimney and the mother was all the way down the bottom. And my sister, we came back from church one Sunday morning and my Nerf soccer ball was shredded in our basement. And I had a fit. I was swinging, and (laughs) I I threw a fit in the basement, like, accusing my sister of destroying my new Nerf soccer ball. And I didn't play soccer, but it was, you know, it was a new Nerf ball. (laughs) And she swore she didn't do it. And then we heard this. It was a raccoon. We had raccoon. The mother was talking to the babies, and they had to come try and smoke them out. And it it was a big scene. Like, you know, he's like, the guy that came, the – the, the raccoon guy was like, hey, when, when I start smoking them out, if, let me know if they start coming down the chimney. It's like, it's the middle of our living room. Like, what do you mean if they just start coming down? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine Life in the Luke, Burbs?
1: Young Luke having, a, like, a throwing a, a tantrum or oh. <laughs> going crazy like that? Young Luke. It
0: was a real tantrum. <laughs> I, I do remember. I was not happy. It's, again, can only, can only imagine never even if you didn't played get soccer. his ice
1: cream or something. Can only imagine if you didn't get your ice cream. Dessert-wise. Oh, that's
0: right. Well, mint chip, now cookie dough. I also will throw in one of my other favorite flavors, peppermint ice cream in the winter. Ooh. Around I the also, holidays, peppermint I, ice cream I forgot solid. to
2: mention, like, the, the, the cookie with the ice cream in the middle sandwich things you can buy. Yeah, the ice cream sandwich, like yeah. the chocolate yeah, yeah. wafer, with the, the, vanilla. The chocolate cook- with the M&M's on it. The chocolate oh. chip. Oh, Ooh, it's oh. an M&M chocolate chip cookie one? Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's yeah. like a sandwich.
0: They have ice cream in the middle. Kevin knows. Mm.
1: Yeah, those are fire.
2: So Those good. things bang, especially when you buy them from the gas
1: station. Micah
0: wants the raccoons in the owner's <laughs> box at Wrigley. Not, the squirrels. <laughs> Not the, squirrels. the squirrels. Not the squirrels.
1: Not the squirrels because they're too hard to get out. Hell yeah! All right, you all need right. to have like a perfect, just it's like it, like, it could have been on a hot, on an ice rink, just the perfect, just hit out like pass into the slab shot for a goal, clean.
0: Yeah, clean man. Was, one, we got, man, got one minute that. before we wrap this thing up, real quick. Keegan Thompson goes again. Um, oh, we're we're
2: going to talk about the Cubs again, okay? Yeah, real quickly.
0: <laughs> Keegan Thompson was good. He made you not have to eat ice cream last time. He looks like he's maybe. I know uh, Brendan talked a lot about it, and you did like how he's trying to add a. It looks like maybe a slider, a sixth pitch. Yeah, but whatever it was, nine strikeouts against the Braves. That's what you wanted. That was the bounce back game you wanted to see from him. And that's (laughs) no
1: level. Can we read the super chat first, and then can we
2: read Jack's comment after that? Okay. So David says, and thank you for the super chat. He says, thanks for being here to do posts after mini games. We appreciate you letting us vent. Love hearing you guys talk way better than Boog and Dempster.
1: I like Boog and Demp, but I like we Boog appreciate, Demp the, too, the, appreciate but, the support, man. We're always but, here. Yeah. This is a space to vent. Because even if we're talking about ice cream, All right. I, we see you guys in the and, chat. And, letting, and, letting and we do read most of okay. the comments. It's not yeah.
2: like... Not like we have any kind of agenda to, to not read any negative or positive. What It doesn't matter. We'll read them all. We're reading them all. I think that's the special thing about us. Then also, Jack says, uh, CHGO Ice Cream Podcast. It's turning into that. Starting it's, today. It's, it's we might turning. as well change the name and everything. Yeah. Turning into that. Back
0: to I feel Keegan. like I've lost five pounds. It's so hot. I was just checking the furnace. Like I thought I shut the thing off.
1: For the show, I don't think so. I still hear it blowing. It says
0: 81. My back is just a swamp over That's here. That's why oh. I wore this.
1: this well, you this. said you turned the heat on,
0: right? I joked about wow. the heat. But, oh, wow, I I'm starting to wonder over here. I'm like, all right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, back
0: to Keegan.
1: He had that great start after two really bad ones. You want to see that continue, obviously. I don't know. I guess we still have to kind of find out what that slider is because um, that wasn't a pitch he'd thrown before. So. Um, if that's another pitch he's throwing, or just even a variation of different pitch like that, just that looked good, and, and the results obviously were great on Friday, I believe. Um, so you want to see that continue, and it's just like, again, Luke, you keep saying we're exploring. Like this season's all about exploring. Yeah, this is a season where can keep you're trying to answer can Keegan Thompson be a legit rotation piece, you know, for, for the long haul, and it's not saying like this is gonna tell us yes or no for sure. But the more he stacks up good outings, it's is just gonna to go towards like knowing that he should be a rotation piece. Kind of cement his spot in there. Yeah.
2: No, I'm listen I'm 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 hoping for our mayor to go six innings again tomorrow. That'd be awesome. That would be, you know, it'd be a big lift for the Cubs because they haven't really been able to get it the last two days. Uh three days, honestly. Uh, but I'm with you, yeah. like to see, you know, the slider, whatever you want to call it. Whatever I, it actually is. Yeah, whatever it actually is. To me, it all comes down to walks and just getting more consistent as the season goes along. I'm, like, I said last night about Killian, like, it's only his third major league start. You can't just, like, be out completely on him, uh, you know, after three starts and then the last two being bad. Keegan Thompson, he is... He has been with the Cubs since last year. I think we can be a little bit more critical of him at this point. That's not to say that if he has a bad start that I'm out on him. That's not to say that if he has a great start that, like, he's going to be the number one star in the rotation next year. But I will say that as the season moves along, we need to start seeing more consistency from him if he's going to be a starter. That's, that's all I'm asking. You can't give us six strong – No runs, nine strikeouts, shoving it down. One of the best offenses in the league lineup on Friday at 120 at the best vibe at the Federal Landmark, and then give us a clunker against the Pirates. (laughs) If they do that
0: tomorrow, I
2: will be sad and will be inhaling probably a pint of cookie dough Ben and Jerry's.
0: That's right. The Cubs are exploring. My advice to you tonight. No free ads. ads. Or tomorrow, if you're listening to this tomorrow, Go explore some ice cream. Yes, ice cream social always going to make you feel better. Always. Exactly, no doubt about it. Potentially will, diabetic, but also make you feel. better. I will
1: be
2: getting ice cream perhaps before I go to the White Sox tailgate tomorrow. Oh. I don't know if there's any Sox fans oh, yeah. watching. Yeah, you can't
0: take it there because it's just going to melt yeah. everywhere. But
2: I, you know, I'm going to pre- like I'm I'm being a great company man, going to the Sox tailgate, showing support from my White Sox friends who work here at CHGO. I'm going to go there tomorrow. And I'm no—I know there's some Sox fans that probably listened to their show and remember the Crosstown Classic and you know heard some of the things I said probably Paul yeah Paul whoever else I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna get yeah. heckled a little bit so I gotta get my ice cream in before I get hurt again so, so you show up with yeah, your scooter
0: well, and your Jordans yeah, on you're, you're fine they're just gonna be jealous of your vibe there you go. That, should,
1: that's a great spin. Should though. we quickly <laughs> just kind of give them because they're they're talking about yes. us tomorrow. Tomorrow's gonna, tomorrow. Tomorrow's tomorrow's
0: going to be a little bit different. Tomorrow, no pregame show, and it will just be an audio post game show. So there will not be a chat tomorrow. We will have an audio post game show podcast for you. Then on Thursday, we'll be back with a regular post game show chat. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Thursday will be but no remote. pregame the next two yeah, games. So we'll be yeah. Thursday
1: and then Corey and Brendan, which we'll I'll them from They'll be Friday, and I will join. I will join them. I'll be from St. Louis. I'll join them on Friday. Yeah. And so yeah, a little nice bit different
0: the next three days, uh, but we will still have postgame shows for you each of the next three hey, days.
1: Maybe maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll do another uh, Twitter broadcast thing. Yeah, maybe uh, yeah, yeah. tomorrow.
2: Yeah. Spaces, spaces. yeah, tomorrow we'll do a Twitter space because I'll be home by before. The Cubs play, yeah, so let's uh, do it. if you don't follow us on Twitter, chgo underscore Cubs at Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan underscore A underscore Herrera. Thank you, and Cody underscore chgo. Go, uh, go follow us on Twitter. We'll do a Twitter space tomorrow pregame, and uh, perhaps we'll let some
0: people vent before the game.
2: Yes, sounds
0: like a plan. Thanks for checking out the chgo. Cubs post game podcast presented by PointsBet Cubs lose 7 to 1 Spin Zone Go get your ice cream